So welcome to episode 15 of the Adira podcast. Here we have Nick. Welcome, welcome. And a special guest, Gemma Thrower. Good evening. How are you, Gemma? Good. Just, on, just PBs, underway? Yeah. Got some PBs? Yeah, What'd you get? Uh, 85 for clean and jerk and 90 for clean. Look at you go. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. numbers. Getting strong. So this is the weightlifting club, mm-hmm. which you're a poster girl for. With, <laughs> with others. With others. <laughs> with others. <laughs> yeah, there's a few. We said earlier that if you actually come regularly, then you make the cut, but Neil, you don't. Just came just today, really, yeah. just to do a session. A couple more and you'll be a poster boy. Will I? Can I get a badge? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, secret handshake. Is, there a club, yeah. is that what you've got doing in the corner, mm-hmm. yeah? Cool. Yeah. Also, like, it's pretty elusive to get, like, a fist pump off me. Like, it doesn't really... Happen. I've never seen you fist bump anyone. I know. It's so, actually not here in the club. <laughs> you're not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're worthy enough, you'll get one. Cool. So now we're going to talk about the weightlifting club. So what's the weightlifting club all about, Nick? Um, so it's basically, obviously we've been doing the weightlifting classes since we opened, really. Um, but we just do it twice a week. Um, we had a change in memberships recently. So we have the unlimited membership, we have the three times a week membership, for open gym. And I thought... For those guys that want to maybe work on weightlifting more, let's add an extra membership. So um, it's essentially the same as Open Gym, £35 you can come as and when you want, but it's 45 because you pay the extra £10 for the two weightlifting classes, which are on Tuesday nights and Friday nights, yep. and then an extra weightlifting program, which is a six-day week program. Obviously, the guys in the classes in the gym who are on a normal membership still see Tuesday and Friday in the classes, but you guys that are on the weightlifting membership get the extra four days of programming as well. So, yeah. You're an OG. You started this when it first started, Gemma? Not quite. Okay. Not quite. I didn't know it existed. I decided to move over to weightlifting anyway. And then later on, Nick was like, you know, we do that here already. And I was like, no. Yeah. Well, I only introduced it, to be fair, like... When we were changing the memberships over, it was more of a... I had a few people say, like, I'd like to work on my strength or I'd like to work on my weightlifting. And if people were going exterior to get their own weightlifting plan, I was like, it doesn't really make sense. A bit like Ethan does the compete programming. People wanted to take their CrossFit competition a bit further rather than outsource the program. It made sense to just bolt it on. So it's kind of like, it's just the bolt onto that. And if people want to, like, say, focus on weightlifting for a set time, they can just go down to the weightlifting membership or up to the unlimited or however they want to do it basically um so yeah it's cool and the 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 goal is to try and open it up to more people outside of here because i think once you're here you think that 90 percent of it's crossing and it is because the timetable is that yeah but what about all the people out there that might not be interested in crossfit obviously we love it and we know that it's really beneficial but it's not for everyone. It's not everyone's cup of tea. And if you did just want to work on your powerlifting or your weightlifting, why don't we just have a separate membership for that? So that was... Yeah, I've been regularly, and there's like... Well, not regularly to the weightlifting, but there was like 50% of the people I didn't know Yeah. here. So it's quite nice to see different people here. Mm. Um, I think, like, with the programming being quite regular, and it's meant... It's different to weightlifting and CrossFit because it's more specific. Like, sometimes... Um, programming in CrossFit with weightlifting you'll have like touch and go reps or the volume will be massively higher than you ever would in weightlifting because weightlifting is ultimately to PB you on at max so I'm never going to program 25 power snatches or also like the time if you've got a class you've got 20 minutes to do something whereas here you had an hour to do something yeah and sometimes as you said generally two hours to do something yeah, so it makes for. a big difference <laughs> um, and having that rest in between sessions mm. having a chat seeing someone else's technique 
Yeah, I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's really nice that it's the option to do something else but still be involved with everybody else. I think sometimes you can decide you're going to go off and do something different but feel quite isolated from the main group of people. Whereas by having it with the two classes a week, so you're still involved in the gym yeah. without having to do CrossFit stuff. Yeah, so you're not like on an just coming and doing open gym mm-hmm. following a separate program. You feel like you're almost still included in everybody that's a member here, even though you're on your own path of mm-hmm. where you want to go, what your goals are. Because you were saying that you were injured quite a bit doing CrossFit, Gemma, mm-hmm. and now you haven't had injury for four or five weeks. You go. I know. I, know, I think it's a combination of my job is quite hands-on, so that never helps, but I like to train five or six days a week, and sometimes CrossFit can be quite intense, quite intense, quite a lot on your body, and I'm not very good at um, doing what I tell other people to do, and resting, <laughs> and not putting strain on areas that don't want it to happen, but yeah, since I've moved over, um, my body is feeling better, which oh, is good. nice, yeah. And you're feeling good as well? Feeling strong, I wouldn't say feeling very fit. <laughs> yeah. you, said, you said the warm up was you were knackered on the warm up. Three minute arm wrap with like three down ups in it, and I was like, oh my god, like what has happened to my body? But yeah, no, my legs feel very, very strong. Barbell, I, I think like, that like goes into like a really good subject in itself. In that when people are doing CrossFit, I constantly hear things like, oh, I'm at a sticking point, I can't get better at this, mm-hmm. can't better at that. There's so many things to work on. Yeah, if you just take the time away to go, okay, let's just solely work on weightlifting. It's yeah. going to get better. Yeah. It's a part of CrossFit. Um, but what you just don't want to do is if you are planning on coming back to CrossFit or you want to do like that kind of hybrid type training where you're doing everything, is don't just fully leave no, the rest keep of it. Some cardio. Yeah, so yeah. Like with me, it's a six day program. It's four days of weightlifting that are pretty intense. So Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday are quite tough. I want them to be the start of the week. Then Thursday, it's kind of like a lighter session with bodybuilding. So this week, we just had some power snatches, not too much load, um, and then more bodybuilding accessories. So is this what someone would do with yeah, Open Gym? This, this is what they would do. So you the program program. it, and then yeah. I'd come in here, book yeah. into Open Gym, and then do it in the corner? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. And then, and then the specific classes? Are... Yeah, they're, but they're part of the program right, still. Okay, good. So you've got like... If I'm doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is pretty intense. The Tuesday session is what's in the class yeah. on Tuesday. Thursday is that kind of like bodybuilding easier session. Friday is big Friday, so heavy lifting. So that's why we take like taper it back on the Thursday, so you're a bit more fresh on the Friday, and that's in the class as well. Then Saturday is more finish off any accessories you haven't done in the week, and then like a functional bodybuilding session. Sunday is a rest day, so it's kind of like what Gemma was saying about not always knowing when to have rest or not always maybe stopping when you should this program is designed so that yes you're lifting heavy often but you've got your active recovery days and your rest days purposely built into it it's like forced up and down so yeah, the week yeah. rather than just like hit it hard and i think sometimes when we're in the crossfit classes and the programming it we tell people you know we tell people like if you have got doms if the last couple of days have been really hard taper it off yeah, yeah. but it's not designed just to do that it, that's us sort of going you decide, you know mm-hmm. your own body, rather than this is like me going, actually, no. I'm not gonna give you any more. You're yeah, yeah. not having any more. If you choose to do more, that's on you. But then when you don't PB at the end of the block, you know, you should have stuck to the program. There, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So yeah. Yeah, you've been enjoying it then, Gemma. It's mm, been good. Yeah. yeah, I mean I've been doing weightlifting style stuff for like 10, 15 years and these I think in the last four weeks I've broken through some plateaus that I've had for three, four, five years. Yeah. Like in well, four, awesome. four weeks of weightlifting and I'm like, okay, all we needed to do was just actually focus for once and yeah. then 
we could have made some progress quicker. But you never know that. And CrossFit's fun, so. Yeah, and I, I don't, so I obviously did the weightlifting block. I write this pro, I did this program before my last competition. So it's kind of like I've practiced it, I know that it works, yeah, sort yeah. of thing. And I've got loads of different blocks that I've done. Um, but I was the same, I've been doing CrossFit for three or four years, competing in that, and I wanted to do a weightlifting comp, so I switched over, and in a matter of one 12-week block, Snatch went up five kilos, Cleanerjet went up like three kilos, four kilos, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're at a fairly top-end weight, that's a big break for yeah, yeah, in yeah. a small amount of time. Um, so yeah, I think, but now, now I'm not in competition, and obviously, little one coming You're in baby mode. Yeah, I'm kind of like, <laughs> As long as I can hold on to my numbers, be somewhere around 95% on my snatch and clean and jerk and keep fit, because I don't want to do what Gemma's doing and not be able to do three downloads. <laughs> um, I'm still doing like two CrossFit sessions a week. So I'm not like, don't do CrossFit. I'm yeah. still doing it twice a week. But in those kind of days where I've programmed the bodybuilding for people, I'll either do bodybuilding or CrossFit yeah. or running or something. You did the hybrid thing. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. like you today. Make it work for you. I, I, I did... Um, the hybrid class the Ethan programs but on my own I did do the max up in this, this morning session and then I thought well I've got an extra hour here but it was just the recovery it was literally just breezing 30 minutes chilled like sweat not intense no hard movements crossfit movements and I was like that's a bit of my fitness stuff yeah. so it's not neglecting it it's just putting it in sensibly so is that, some, is that something you're going to do Gemma you're going to try and do a bit more fitness sure. after this I'm not sure I've done crossfit for five or six years now and I've I've tried in the past to come away from it, mm. really struggled, yeah. always gone back to it. Um, and I was like, I'm gonna dedicate the next two or three months to just weightlifting. I really, really enjoy it, but I've never been able to stick to it before. Mm. So I was like, let's see if we can just do this for a bit and then reassess so maybe after Christmas and go, am I gonna do the open if I am? Yeah. Come back and do some CrossFit, or, or if I'm not, even do some if it's like, it's not like that's a goal, like to mm. be better in the open. Like for me, it's just like, like say I'm in dad mode or just want to, keep on top of my fitness yeah, yeah. just because it's gonna it, i know yeah. how helpful it is and even in weightlifting being able to not get gassed in a warm-up is pretty important you know if you come to a comp not that you're doing a comp, <laughs> if you don't did, look at Gemma. don't make eye contact if you did if you did a comp and all of a sudden you you at the last comp it happened to you where here that we had mm -hmm. where somebody changes their weight and you're like shit i've got two Three, minutes yeah after doing my one rep max, you need to be recovered. So yeah. having a bit of aerobic threshold and a bit of fitness is gonna help, even if you're a weightlifter. It's not yeah. gonna, it's always gonna be it's beneficial. Not it's not a negative yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Cool, thank you for that. So we have Gemma Thrower here, who's our special guest, which was a little bit last minute. So mm -hmm. thank you for jumping in. No um, so three things, we don't know about you, Gemma. Can't guarantee that not everybody knows these. Um, I was born with a lump on my forehead, and they told my mum that it would go away, and it didn't. And that, I got into. Oh, is that what that is? Was that like a, <laughs> <laughs> that like an extra? <laughs> yeah, still there. Um, no, and um, was it at the, at the front? Yeah, so I've got a little scar. I don't think you can see it. Literally just there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, got to my teenage years, and they refused to take it off. They were like, "If you want to have it off, cosmetic surgery, like unless it's what? like ruining it, your life and all that kind of stuff." Was it quite big then? Yeah, like half a golf ball. Like, people used to think I'd fallen over and hurt myself. Right. It was that big. And um, luckily I knew a girl whose mum worked in the NHS and she bumped me up the list and I had it removed the next week. So that's, uh, oh, right. literally so was just my, you know. my skull when I was a baby. They're like, obviously your skull's not fully formed when you're in the womb. The pieces of it were kind of crooked and it had kind of built up inside there. And when my skull formed, it popped it out. 
So they have no idea how it happened, but completely random, so that's number one. You couldn't tell. So if you want to see my scar, you. when you're next in, come and you ask, I'll show you my scar. You couldn't tell from looking at you. Um, I grew up in a pub. Where was that? Uh, Felthorpe, so up towards the airport, uh, like Taverham, Thorpe Marriott area. My granddad had it, and then we moved in there when I was 12, and I did my kind of teenage years in there. I know how to pull a pint and oh, change right. the barrel and all that kind called? of stuff. The Mariners. Is it still there? My mum still runs it, yeah, my mum still runs it. My sisters live there still, so... So if yeah. we go in there and say, we know, we know Gemma, we oh, might get no, a... No, my mum's not like that, no. We'll not get a pint, nah. get a pint for like under a tenner, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Gemma, um, who's Gemma? Um, yeah. The one with the golf ball on yeah, her yeah, head. Yeah. Oh yeah, Gemma. Child, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and number three um, was that I was a travelling thrower for England when I was younger. Oh, look at you go. Mm -hmm. So is that from school or was it yeah, like progress from school? In PE one year, throw a javelin, and they went, oh, you've broken the school record. And I was like, oh, cool, that's great. And then they were like, all right, go to Connacht, which is City of Norwich Athletics Club. Trained there five, six days a week from the age of 12 until 22. And yeah, threw all over the country, threw for England, did all like, the English schools and bits and pieces. So yeah, Gemma, the javelin thrower. Ah. Mm -hmm. How come you stopped? Uh, my coach left. Okay. So obviously javelin isn't a very popular sport. There were two coaches locally. locally. Uh, didn't get on with one of them, really liked the other. He was at uni UBA while he was coaching us. He went and got a real job, other side of the country. Can't really do that overly well remotely. And I was like, well, I'm doing a full-time job. I can't really commit to the training. So I just stopped. But I think it's been very helpful for the basis of the CrossFit. It's very powerful, very explosive. Um, I guess like- And there's good bodily awareness and stuff as well from that. With training as well, like obviously CrossFit is a, S&C, strength mm -hmm. conditioning type program. That's yeah. what CrossFit is. So you've got, you had that kind of background yeah. already. When people are like, how are you so strong? I'm like, well, I've been lifting weights since I was 12. It's 15 years. And I can launch like, a big stick in the yeah, air really yeah. far. I've done bench press and deadlifts. <laughs> what, and how far well. did you throw out of interest? Uh, I think my PB was like 45 something at the end, so 45 meters. Yeah, I think when I was at school, I got about 12. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. pointed stick in the ground. I reckon. No. no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's lucky. That's the hardest yeah, part, just getting it to like, stick in. Lucky not to jab it in your foot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so if anyone wants anybody speared, so can I'm you not very accurate, but so I can try. <laughs> I can throw it a long way. Yeah. yeah. So can you, are you good at throwing balls and things like no, that? No, terrible. Completely different technique. Is it? Yeah. So if you threw what a cricket ball... What if you threw it like a, like a cricket, like that, yeah. straight arm? No. no? Okay. No, you probably whack yourself in the back of the head with it. Oh, right. It's a straight arm to a bent arm. Oh, yeah, of course yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like a cricket ball, you'd have a bent arm to start with. And kind of swing it around. Do you, see, you must have seen some horror injuries where people like walked in front of a javelin and get speared in the, it in the stab it in the hand. Or... <laughs> My coach should have a little bit of understandable now OCD about people walking on the field. So there's yeah. always like a uh, what do you call it fence that goes around the field that you can't cut across, and yeah. people who've never done athletics before will just wander through the field. It's like yeah, I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, Is this that? Like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't know. Like, just tell oh, them yeah. nicely. Yeah. But, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. good there, though. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Nice. Thanks, Gemma. No problem. So we're now going to talk about the in-house competition coming up in November, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. we always do uh, winter throwdown. Um, it's usually around November time. We haven't put a date on it yet, so Ethan and I will have a meeting and we'll actually put dates out there so you can all get it in your diaries and plan for it. Um, I think last year... I think we did teams of four, if I'm right. Um, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we did. did yeah. Two men, two men. Um, and then at the old box, we did a team of three ones. So I touched on it in the last podcast, but I'd like to do a big event. So like 
rather than teams of two, three, four, have like teams of say ten. Um, depending on like the numbers that sign up, let's say forty people sign up, maybe like four teams of ten or something like that. Quick maths there. Yeah, mate. I'm good at maths. <laughs> um, <laughs> throw me off now. Uh, but yeah, and then just have it more of like a, a kind of like a sports day where you've got multiple different events and you choose people from your team to go and do those events. So okay. we might buy some javelins. <laughs> javelins, <laughs> yeah. Who wants to be on my team? Yeah. Did we do that yeah. beanbag one here before? Didn't yeah, we? We yeah, did. the beanbag one. That was quite. But I want so something that's a bit more like. Maybe it would be a one rep max clean and jerk is one of them. And then a different event might be like a max broad jump or something like that and have okay. lots of different things going on at once. Could be like a 1K run, for example. Make it more like, rather than like CrossFit competition type stuff. Sorry, someone else can do it. Yeah, someone else can do that one. We'll get a run on our teams. But like lots and lots of different events um, that could all be run at the same time and different teammates or partners in your group would take control of those and we have like a team captain I haven't thought it through fully as you can tell um, <laughs> just throwing ideas out yeah. as they come in your head oh, yeah. I'm always sort of thinking like maybe have we've done teams in the past of the coaches and now we've got four four lots of ten ah. the four coaches maybe we could get involved this year what if you had 41 people sign up the awkward then the last one yeah. do everything yeah. on their own <laughs> exactly but well, I'll figure out I'm good at figuring stuff out like that um and then maybe even the coaches actually take part in some of them for once. Maybe bar James because he's got one arm. Yeah. But <laughs> he can, we'll figure out something for How him. have we broken a coach already? We've broken a coach and he's only been here for like a month. <laughs> but yeah, you get the gist of it. Something cool like that. So that'd be fun. Yeah. Nice. We're looking forward to that then. So have you got a date for that yet or is it just November? No date, but I, th I think we usually do it towards the end of November. So when it's um, really cold and miserable. Like yeah, it is now. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> So, so Nick wants yeah. to talk about other things outside of the gym, but kind of sporty. So we thought athletics. Well, I thought as like Gemma's skill is javelin, and it's just been the World Championships. Well, let's just talk about that. Yeah, it's a bit different. It's not well, we have different. established that none of us actually as watched it. <laughs> so well, I watched a little bit of it. And how did you find bit. it? It was good. Yeah, I think. I think it was a record haul of medals for Team GB. I thought they, did they not equal what, what they equal I think they equaled yeah. last time. Yeah, but there was a lot of people I hadn't really heard of from last time, a lot of younger athletes in there. And, uh, yeah. They all done well? I, didn't, I watched two days of it, right. actually. So I didn't two watch days all more than me. Yeah. yeah, I watched yeah. all the like, relays, like 4x400s, 4x100s. Were the Americans good again? Yeah, they annihilated everyone. I think they won by a comfortable margin. What yeah. was the uh, ratio of field versus running events that they showed? I don't actually know. Because mm. it's always been a problem. Is yeah, that yeah. The, the running always gets to the top. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> the running events will always get the top priority and you might see like one throw and one jump yeah and when I watched it and it was like the 100s and the 400s mm -hmm. they, they had like the pole vault and they had the shot put and stuff at the same time mm -hmm. you, you obviously didn't see every single throw or jump it right. was just when there wasn't something big happening then they cut back to and, it and, yeah. and whatnot so I don't fully know but I guess it's like any spectator sport you're going to like broadcast the stuff that everyone wants to yeah, see yeah. I'm not saying they don't want to see the throw in but everyone wants to know who's the 100 metre sprint yeah. winner don't they really. yeah they do but 
And did you watch the football, ladies football, ladies World Cup? No. Oh, good. I listened to we like... We watched it, didn't we, Gemma? A bit of it. Uh, it was on in the background while yeah. I was playing that. So. <laughs> I listened <laughs> to it on the radio a few times. I just was never... I think I was either coaching or just doing something when it was on TV. So the so. final was against Spain. Yeah. And I was in on holiday in Ilfracombe, which is in sort of North Devon. Yeah. So we went to a pub there at 11 o'clock and had a pint at 11 o'clock, which was quite nice. Yeah, for breakfast and watched yeah. it on a big screen. It's very British. They've done really, they've done really well, apart from not scoring... Yeah, but I mean, they won mm. the they Euros the and they got but to the got final. They got to the final. Yeah. 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 yeah, and um, they and play. It was on TV. And to be fair, they are. That is really good. Quite a good standard of football, I think. Now, oh yeah. And the, what compared to like, I remember watching it maybe like seven or eight years ago. I was thinking like it's decent, but the level now of women's football is just like way better. And it always used to be the goalkeepers used to be like you take a shot against one of the goalkeepers and they would spill it or fluff mm. it or it's, not catch it's, it. It's but more now, like now that there's like a full is it WPL it's called Women's Premier League yeah no they're professional and now there's a lot of top level teams that are still part of the men's stadiums and whatnot. it's way better it's sometimes more entertaining I'd say because the men's football well to be fair I quite like looking you know as a male point of view it's nice to look at the ladies football (laughs) it's a bit of a perv but yeah it's nice to look at why do you say that to 11 (laughs) it was 11 in the morning (laughs) so I got up super early for him it was good yeah someone was saying that the women's tends to be more enjoyable to watch because it is more technical it is yeah I'm not saying prettier, that's not a nice way to describe it, but it is, it, they it, are it's much nicer to watch generally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. They are, and they can't, they're, they're not as aggressive, do, and they don't, roll, don't see, roll around um, so much. I don't know if you saw it, I saw it on social media, and it was a video, and someone was obviously really good at Photoshop, like incredible, and they photoshopped all of the English men's like faces and like sort of body types on top of the gameplay of the women's football. So there was like oh, okay. Raheem Sterling or oh, really? um, okay. Harry Kane or whatever on the British player or English women's players. Women's yeah, such, yeah, yeah. And it would look like just men's football and everyone was like cheering and the way this thing had been photoshopped, it just looked like the men were playing. And then it drifted, like slowly sort of panned out and it went back to the women's. So yeah. It was like, shit. There's nothing different not between much the two. No. I think obviously the men's game's a bit faster because the physicalities of a man faster. is... Yeah. 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 yeah, but like technical and skill-wise, no difference. No. Like, and they're, so they're not so pretentious as well. Like men's football, they just roll around and mm-hmm. get hurt in a shoulder barge, whereas women just get on with it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no pulling of... Shirts or no. anything like that going on with them. No, um, you see the men are a yeah. bit, yeah, flaky. And my kids watched flaky. it as well. I know it's a World Cup final, so it does make a difference. But my, you know, Jess who's thirteen now. They're you know inspirational, inspirational yeah. for him as well. Definitely. So yeah. I was thinking like, obviously Lexi and I have chats about our baby and what they're going to be like when they grow up and stuff like that. And I always say like, as long as they play football or any sports, like, oh, and she's like, what if it's a girl? It's like, yeah, look at the football on yeah. TV. Like, she might Do play whatever. football. Yeah. yeah, and so Jess is 13 now, so she's not really doing much sport, but she started CrossFit at T800 when they've done teen things, mm. or sort of kids' ones there. Um, I wish she kind of kept it on, really. Um, mm. But yeah, she's. We need to do something here. Mm. I'd, I'd like to as well, like on the subject of athletics. See, this, the weightlifting that we're doing, I've partnered up with UEA. Yeah. So we're in partnership with the UEA Lifting Club. They've basically become a club, which means that UEA Sport, who was funded by Sport England, I believe, 
um, when a club is big enough, it becomes an actual sport. So at the UEA, weightlifting or lifting mm. is a sport now. Okay. But the facilities and the coaching and whatever is not quite there. So I've sort of come in and said, look, I'll coach you, we'll coach you here. Um, we have plans to become a British weightlifting affiliate so yeah. that, that when they do want to compete, there's that natural step. So how do, you, how do you go about that? Have you got to do some qualifications yeah, or so get some kit in? I'm pretty sure there is a little bit of kit involved, yes, but I think we probably cover everything with what we've got. Yeah. Um, I have to look into it for sure. You have to have a British weightlifting level two coach, which I'm not at the moment. I'll need to get my level two. Ethan, I think he's either doing his or he's done it, or he's close okay. to doing it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, ideally, both of us will be level two, just so we can cover each other as always. And then yeah, yeah. later on down the line, James, Ray, if they want to do that, something we can do but yeah just going back to that I was thinking the reason for it is obviously to try and get like younger people involved in sports and actually have a natural stepping stone in this country it's not great especially in Norfolk if you're in America obviously it's through the schools you know school college whatever yeah. whereas here like, if somebody wants to be a weightlifter they're not like, where do you go where do you, you go? do or athletics where'd you go you, and the know. schools are pretty shocking that's why josh is doing athletics mm. and he's really excited tomorrow they're starting back again after yeah. having a break over summer so i it, think with that for me it's like really exciting because it's a really good opportunity because i could sort of say right let's get more of our members into athletics as well as crossfit and speak to the uea you know can i hire out can you let me use the track if I come and do some coaching and yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff? You scratch my back and all that, mm. um, and just open up avenues to create it so it's more normal. It's not like where do I go for this? I could just go right, come over to us. I'll coach you. Like S and C. Yeah, yeah. 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 But Gemma's used to be javelin throw. She's an she extreme position skills, coach. Yeah, yeah. And anybody like just try and get things moving a bit more. Yeah. That's the. So it's not just getting involved with weightlifting or it's trying to bigger picture. I tell you what. Ethan will really like this because he likes the full circle on the podcast. So we started with like weightlifting, and guess what we're finishing on there? Weightlifting. <laughs> so I'm sure Ethan will like that. Uh, in the back of my head, I was thinking of a way to summarise it. <laughs> You've done an excellent job there. <laughs> yeah. cool. Cheers, bud. So that was episode 15. Thank you, um, Gemma, for being our super special guest. No problem. And Nick. Yeah. Thanks, Any guys. closing comments? Uh, see you later, crocodile. See you alligator, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. We're going to keep that. <laughs> Did you enjoy your first um, ever podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Not as nerve-wracking as expected. See, you just yeah. jump just in. A just a chat. Just, just, a, just chat. a chat. It's just a microphone and two guys yeah, looking at you. Yeah, it's yeah. right. Who's next? Yeah, Neil talking about staring at... Staring yeah. at <laughs> I wasn't staring. <laughs> There's a couple of pretty blonde girls, all right, on the England <laughs> ladies' team. They are about half my age, but they are pretty. What are you going to do? <laughs> Gemma, don't look at me like that, Gemma. Nothing, nothing. No comment. Right, we're going to go. On that note. Cheers, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.